Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no trace. Welcome back to No Tracers. What's up? My name is K, just the letter K, and I am known as No Tracers. You can find me on most social media at No Tracers. Instagram is no.tracers, but I'm also on TikTok, and I recently launched a new YouTube channel called No Tracers Urbex, so if you guys want to follow along my journey, you can do so over there on any of those sites. This week on the No Tracers podcast, I'm speaking with an explorer that goes by the name of Moldy Lungs, and I think that's one of the greatest usernames I've ever read. I'm very excited to have him on the show to share some of his crazy stories with you guys, including the time that he got his leg covered in tar while trying to climb on a roof. Some crazy stuff in this episode, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Before we get into the show, just a couple of housekeeping things. First of all, I need to let you know that I have a photography book about urban exploring called No Tracers, An Urban Explorer's Diary. If you guys would like to get a copy of that book or a backpack, a duffel bag for your costumes, if you guys do cosplay or costume stuff in these abandoned places and need a bag, I made some duffel bags. So if you guys want to get one of those, the book or, you know, a t-shirt, anything to support the show, you can head to justtheletterk.com slash no tracers and you can, uh, you know, help help the show out be a part of the show in a bigger way than just listening. If you do like the show, please leave a rating and feedback on it. If you do that, I'll send you a signed photo print as a way of saying thank you for listening and supporting the show. And the last thing I need to do is thank our partner on this podcast, Liquid Death Mountain Water. They actually just came out with flavored water. I know we've been waiting for this moment, but the flavored water is finally here. They've got three crazy flavors and uh, they're sending me a couple boxes, a little care package with uh, those three flavors. So I'm going to actually taste test those very soon. And I'm very excited for it. If you guys have never heard of Liquid Death Mountain Water, well, don't worry. I've made an ad for you in three, two, one. Welcome to a new kind of experience that is not for the faint of heart. A new kind of water straight from the Austrian Alps, packaged in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. So if you want to stand out, if you want to murder your thirst and give back to the planet, give liquid death a try. The only thing that stands between you and the Reaper is a can of liquid death. Not for the faint of heart. So if you guys want 10% off your order at liquiddeath.com, use code just the letter K and you'll get that 10% off. That's what we like. We like discounts. It's all good. All right. Without further ado, Moldy Lungs, please introduce yourself to the show and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. Hi, my name is Tom, aka Moldy Lungs. I've been exploring for about 10 years now. Uh, in 2014, I started and, uh, you know, I've been in the Instagram exploring for uh, since 2018. Um, 
and uh yeah it's been a you know a long ride so far and uh yeah so how first of all how'd you come up with your username i feel like that's something that i don't ask enough of on this show and i feel like it's kind of important to like start there so how'd you come up with moldy lungs i i love the username i think it's very clever and it fits what you do uh so how'd you come up with that well i was looking for a different name um uh i, I changed it around 2019 uh my uh, old year's name was uh, Tommy Geister and I uh, wanted to change it up and just have some other uh, alias and uh, you know, just to have like this uh, mysterious image and uh, you know, just not have anyone know who you are and uh, you know, just be labeled as someone else, you know? So I uh, decided to do moldy lungs cause uh, I was looking for usernames and uh, I was like, Hmm, what sounds uh, a little, uh, you know, catchy, but not too, uh, crazy. And I was just hmm. like, oh, moldy lungs. So I looked it up and, uh, yeah, so I, uh, chose moldy lungs. Amazing. I love it. And what got you into exploring in the first place? What made you catch this bug? So what happened was, uh, I live in New Jersey and, uh, there's these, uh, magazines that have been published for years and years. Uh, they're called weird New Jersey. And, uh, back when I was 18, um, I uh, started reading these magazines and then I got my car in high school and then me and my friends would just like look like read the magazines and see oh you know this looks really cool let's let's see what's going on there or so we would just be hitting all these psychiatric hospitals and uh, reading all these folklores about uh, these creepy places and um you know, it's it, it was really fun back in the day, and uh, a lot of those places are not here anymore. But uh, it was predominantly all these places in New Jersey. You know, water it, go, it went from water tunnels to hospitals, to schools, uh, and like you know the crazy pig lady uh, road. You know, you know you don't stop for more than two minutes, or the crazy pig lady comes out and stabs you type thing. So it, you know, it was uh, a big influence for me back in the day, and. Uh, you know, it uh, jump started uh, right after um, I got onto Instagram, and uh, you know, it's it's been uh, crazy ever since. But yeah, that's how pretty much how I got started. So take me into your first exploration ever. Like, what was it about that? Like, first of all, what did you experience there? Like, what did you do? And what about that made you want to keep doing it? So, what it was. Uh, there was this house in uh, Jersey and it's not there anymore, but uh, it was a big estate. And, um, you know, I would, I'm talking about like eight, eight houses, you know, they weren't like the best, you know, like they had, you know, graffiti everywhere and stuff, but me and my friends would always go out in the woods and, uh, you know, we'd go to these houses and uh, for some reason, everyone else that knew about these houses would be there. And, uh, you know, you just see random people there and, uh, no, I just thought it was something to get to, like, something to do and get together and, uh, you know, just, like, look around. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it was crazy. And um, so what we did, so what, like, how it stuck to me was that um, I started exploring more about myself when I got into the Instagram uh, community. And, uh, you know, I, I started researching my own places and, just going by myself and uh you know i don't know i felt like this uh like i'm like in a different like world you know like just like isolated from society you know um just uh 
you know, just that feeling that, you know, at peace, you know, and, uh, you know, that's how it really, uh, stuck to me. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, I just have that like connection, I guess, you know? Yeah. And I think people often talk about that, like in the community, we, it's a very unique thing, but when people ask me, like, why do you explore abandoned, like, why do you go in these places? And I tell them it's like walking into a portal. Like, you walk into the, one of these buildings and it's like the world around you disappears. And exactly. I exactly. think that's something that only us as urban explorers can really understand because there's no other setting that you can go into where that happens unless you're like, you know, I'm also a musician. So, like, when I go on stage, the world outside disappears as well. So it's a, kind of a similar thing uh, for me to experience. But... Yeah, it's hard for normal, quote unquote, normal people to understand that feeling that we get when we go into these places. And uh, when did photography come into play for you? When did you pick up a camera and, and start documenting these explorers? So when I got into Instagram in early 2018 um, in the community, uh, I, I was seeing all these people post these crazy pictures. And I'm like, wow, like, I really want to do that because before that, I was just using my phone like. I, w- I would not like just record videos or take a couple of pictures and obviously they weren't the best you know so when I was started seeing all these like big heads like posting all these crazy pictures and stuff I'm like you know how do I do this you know how do I how do I get started and that first thing was get a get a DSLR get a get a digital camera so that's what I did but I did make the huge mistake by um buying a really expensive camera for my first camera because i thought oh if i bought like something like you know pretty decent uh (laughs) my picture would look out look just amazing as like everyone else's but that definitely was not the case uh you know i had i I needed a learning curve i'm like i had to self-teach myself how to use this camera i didn't have anyone with me to really tell me like oh yeah you know you gotta focus on you know, aperture, shutter speed, ISO. So <laughs> my first explore with my camera, uh, my pictures were pretty bad and uh, it was all automatic and stuff. So, you know, but now, uh, you know, four years later down the road, you know, I'm uh, doing <laughs> doing what I do and, uh, you know, learning the camera mm-hmm. specs and everything like that. So it, w- it was a big learning curve. And uh, I would always go on YouTube and, you know, type in, you know, how to use the camera, you know, aperture was really the the one thing for me that was uh, a little confusing to me at first. But then I uh, started realizing, you know, what its purpose was and what it did and how it affected the 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 light and the picture, mm-hmm. you know, so it was a it was a, a big learning curve. But yes, uh, the camera was uh, definitely a big thing. Oh, for sure. And uh, speaking of like, you know, photography and gear, things like that, can you talk about some of the gear that you use for your explorations? And this could be from the pair of shoes you wear, a a backpack, a light, like anything you would recommend for new explorers that are just getting into the hobby, like, you know, some some things that they should maybe have with them. What I would do is um, definitely always wear long pants and uh, long sleeves. I've made the mistake of always exploring with shorts and yeah, it gets hot out there and you want to feel comfortable, but at the same time you want to protect your skin and you want to protect your body. And, uh, you know, these places they're not maintained, you know, so you could get cut by uh, wood, you know, metal, whatever it is, you know, like 
up in New Jersey, you know, obviously in summertime and stuff like that, we, we have a lot of ticks. So you definitely don't want ticks like on you because it's not fun just like taking off your clothes after a long day and there's and there's like five ticks on you, you know. So it's uh, definitely I would I would definitely uh, recommend uh, proper attire to uh, these places and also uh you know staying low-key you know like i don't really wear a camera backpack i wear a normal backpack my tripod fits in there my camera fits in there and uh you know no one really expects me to have <laughs> like this camera in my backpack so when i'm walking up to a place or something like that it's no one really expects anything so i think i like the low-key uh image behind it because you know i've i've explored in new york city a lot and you know i uh no one really will expect me to have a camera in my backpack so it's uh you know that image of uh not knowing having people not know what you have on you and you know just uh doing your own thing you know i think that's a really wise idea Uh, i do carry a flashlight as well it's a rechargeable led uh, f- flashlights are really important because if you can't see in the dark, you know, you're, you're pretty much going to get lost or something or get hurt. Um, you know, iPhone, you know, camera, you know, cell phone lights can only go so far, you know, so you definitely want proper, uh, lighting and stuff like that. So, and, uh, besides that, you know, just, uh, always go with someone like, I didn't really have that option to go, uh, you know, with people all the time. So I, def- I you know, but uh, definitely go with someone because these places, you know, they do they, they do get sketchy and you would want to know if someone, you know, got hurt in there, you would want to, you know, report it or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's good for a safety reason to definitely go with people, you know, that you trust. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's super important. And, you know, I've talked to solo explorers on the show. I've talked to people that only go in groups. So, I mean, everyone's got their own preference. But, you know, I, I always go with somebody else just because, it, you know, there's safety in numbers, things like that. And yeah. you know, you never know what's going to happen in these places. Uh, speaking of never knowing what happens and, you know, uh, reporting injuries and things, do you have any urban exploration injury stories? Yeah, I have one one uh, crazy uh, story there. Uh I know you had uh, St. John, your pop- mm-hmm. podcast. He's a good, good friend of mine. Uh, we went exploring a Buffalo one time. And uh, so we went to Buffalo and, uh, you know, this was the first place of the day. You know, we just got there. We're going to hit this place up. It was a church and um, he's mentioned it before, but uh, I was the victim in this story. Uh, <laughs> so um, there's this church that we went to and behind it is a rectory and, it was being used as a halfway house. So there, I, and I didn't know this, you know, it, it looked dead to me. So we go up to it, you know, we don't find the way in. And uh, one of my other friends grabs the table from behind the rectory that the, the halfway house people use and uh, tries to climb up the window. And when I try to, and he didn't want to do it. So I'm like, all right, I'm the taller one. You know, I'll try to climb up the window with the table. And, uh, I step on the table and then somehow this owner knew that people try the same method and there was like black tar all over the roof of the the, the second floor thing. So when I, when I put my leg up to it to try to get some, you know, to, to try to lift myself up, I got like all this black tar all over my leg and I'm like, Oh my God, like this is not coming off either. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, 
we find another way in. It's a basement window. So I jumped down there, you know, but as this is happening, one of the guys from the rectory comes out and he's just like screaming at us saying, Oh, you know, what are you doing? Like, you can't be in there. I'm calling the cops, shit like that. And I'm just like, Oh my God. So I knew something was going to happen soon. So I just went in there real quick. I shot the place and uh you know eventually shane comes in as well he's got like a blunt in his mouth like the whole time i don't know how the (laughs) hell he does this all the time but he's always got something in his mouth and uh yeah uh i rush to it and then i hear police sirens and i'm like holy shit so i jump i pack up all my stuff i jump out of this second floor window onto the ground and somehow like when i landed i landed i didn't really land right and my um my foot I felt like one of my toes just go like like up more than usual, and I just started limping back to the car, and um, and eventually uh, I got an X-ray for that, and uh, that was uh, nothing crazy, but that was a hairline fracture in one of my toes, and I'm telling you right now, like an hour later, this happened. After this happened, like three of my toes were like purple, and my whole like foot was just like blown up. So like, and I, I still can't, I still chug through it the whole like rest of the trip too. So, damn, you know, we did a power plant after that and everything. It was really cool. So, you know, it's, uh, I chugged along through it, limping on one, one leg the whole time. So, you know, I just thought it was funny. So the shit we do for our, our hobbies, you know, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I, and that, that's like one of my favorite parts of the show is hearing about these stories. We've heard about, you know, somebody got impaled by a spike fence, like, this shit is crazy. Like <laughs> I can't believe we do this to ourselves, but you know, the situations we're in are, they make for great stories. And that's a huge reason that I started this show. Um, what about your scariest exploration? And this could be like paranormal if you're into that, or it could be just like a scary situation that you were in. Hmm. There's a couple. Um, so I le- I predominantly live uh, close to the major city of Newark, New Jersey, and um, so there's this. I wonder if I should tell this one. Yeah, why not? Um, so me and my friends we go to this school, and uh, you know it's probably it's getting dark out, but I, there's like an hour left of sunlight. We go into the school, and I I've heard of homeless people living in here before, and uh, you know I didn't really care too much at the time. So we're all in here shooting and then we're leaving. We have to climb out this window. And um, as soon as we climb out this window, there's like this group of guys that like don't really look like they like live anywhere besides like squatting or something like that. And they're like, oh, you know, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I'm just like, we were just in there taking pictures. And he's like, well, I don't go in your house and take pictures. I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is like an abandoned school, you know, like, (laughs) why? (laughs) Like, like. I don't know, but uh, he he was not happy. You know, I could smell the liquor on his breath and everything. I just like waited for all my friends to like get out, get out, and then you know I started walking away. But uh, I wouldn't say it's too scary, but like it's definitely one of those things that caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he uh, this guy was not happy that we were going in there and taking pictures. I guess like some other explorers like rummage through like these homeless remains and just like fuck with them or whatever, but. I wasn't there to do that, but I could see the the protective behind it, protectiveness behind, uh, you know, if you're squatting in a place, you know, you don't want people going in there. Yeah. But uh, another one, actually, I have, um, I went to New York City and um, 
this was the last spot of my uh my uh day and uh it was a bank in brooklyn uh, i could say it now because it's demolished <laughs> never got to see it but um so there's this bank in flatbush brooklyn and flatbush is a pretty bad area in brooklyn it's actually one of the worst areas i've ever seen and um we're walking up to the bank don't really find a way in then we walk to the back and uh there's a basement door open in the back in the back so me and my friend walk down there it's wide open which i'm like huh it's kind of weird but uh i walk down there and uh as soon as we get off to the steps to go up to the bank all you hear is hey what the hell are you doing and uh i'm just like what the f like i didn't even know where the hell this guy was he was in the basement doing some i don't, I don't know what the hell he was doing but he was like selling stolen goods or something like that. He <laughs> something sketchy in there and i was just like wow and then he he comes up to us and this guy is like livid he's like what the fuck are you doing here you know I'll fucking and he like this is one the first time actually someone's ever threatened my life before but he was like i'll fucking kill you if you don't get out of here just like that and me and my friend are looking at each other like do we really call bluff here or do we just leave and we just eventually just decided to leave because i tried talking to the guy i was like hey listen we're just here to take pictures um we're not trying to start any trouble or anything like that and he didn't he was not having it so he, he was probably doing something a little uh illegal in there and uh, he didn't want anyone in there knowing or you know whatever so we uh we left out of there and uh yeah he's when it comes to like exploring in your life like you pick and choose your battles mm -hmm. and um you know you don't want to risk your life you know especially if someone's there and you don't want to risk your life like going to these places like when you could always go back another time or something like that so you yeah. know no definitely and uh what about your favorite exploration overall if you can pick one like what what would be your favorite explorer that you've done um hmm my favorite, uh, I would say, I feel like this is everyone's answer nowadays, but there's this uh, Gilded Mansion in uh, PA, and, um, you know, it did have guard dogs at one point. I, I think they did put back guard dogs or something like that, but they it, it was guarded by guard dogs and uh, caretaker, and uh, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And uh it was the most immaculate mansion I've ever seen built in the early 1900s, you know, vacant for, for years. And, uh, the first time I went in there, I actually almost got caught in there too. But, um, but, uh, just like the limestone and the design and the, you know, the, the architecture behind some of these places you don't see anymore. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget that place. Cause that was like, like, it was like walking into a time capsule and, uh, you know, I am a big house person too. So like when I, uh, ex explore some houses, um, you know, I'm pretty surprised to find, uh, some cool things in there left behind. And, um, yeah, but that was like one of my favorite, uh, explorers by far, uh, just the fact that the risk involved and, you know, almost getting caught there and getting away and, you know, just seeing like all these rooms left behind and, you know, the, the lobby and all this other stuff. It was really, uh, one of my most memorable explorers. I would say also that, uh, I went to North Carolina one time and, uh, there was an amusement park up there and, uh, you know, it was a treacherous hike. I would say, you know, two hours up a mountain 
and uh you know it was a nice beautiful day roller coasters there um just anything like and uh you know it, it's been out on the internet a lot but mm -hmm. uh you know we went up to this amusement park and it was just a beautiful day and that was honestly my one of my most memorable explorers as well um just being on top of the mountains on this roller coaster looking at the mountains and uh it was really a, a beautiful experience so i really appreciated that one as well yeah and i i definitely have heard of that place and you know it's one of those places where it's like do you want to go hike for two hours but yeah if you got nice weather like send it let's go oh, yeah exactly <laughs> You got to do it for the explore. It's so like I, you know, I've walked through the woods for an hour, you know, like crazy stuff like that. Like it's so that like the the whole journey to get to these places is something super special that I feel like should be talked about more. And, you know, maybe I'll add like a, another question on the show about that in the future. But um, can you talk about the the journey, you know, that feeling of finally reaching the place that you're getting to and then getting to photograph it? Uh, just tell me like how it feels to actually accomplish these exploration missions. And honestly, it just feels amazing, you know, especially when you like find the place on your own and uh, you go and actually like discover it. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, we're always not like really the first ones to find it unless, unless you're really lucky. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I've came a couple, I've came across a couple of places where I've found on my own and um I went and scoped it out myself and, uh, you know, I was <coughs> totally blown away by, uh, you know, uh, just like seeing like a place like and uh, achieving the fact that like you found it and you, you don't know what's inside. And then when you go inside, it's like super cool. And uh, I think that's like one of the most like best feelings and, uh, you know, just expecting the unknown and then just like find some really cool stuff in there. Uh, definitely, um, you know, is a really uh, one of those fields, you know. Definitely. And uh, what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned places? Like, what do you do in your normal life? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the question. Yeah, it's I, honestly, I, I I just have to work. You know, like yeah. I gotta afford the hobby somehow. Mm -hmm. So you know, Absolutely. it's not it's not a, a cheap hobby at all. Like no. it's it costs a lot of money to travel and. Um, it's just all these expenses, you know, it's, it's definitely not one of the cheapest hobbies that is for sure. Um, but I love to travel, you know, I love to see the different uh, cultures within the U S and, you know, I was, when I went to the Midwest, it was really different out there compared to the East coast. And, uh, you know, it's, um, just to experience all these different like States and major cities. I think it's, uh, one of my favorite things to do. So I think that's what keeps me going. And, um, yeah. And uh, do you have any goal places, like bucket list items, things that you want to do that you haven't seen yet? Oh. Sorry. Sorry about no, you're that. you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about Sweet. that. You're um, good. You're good. Goal bucket list places. Uh, hmm. I would say I feel like. I really wanted to do Chernobyl for a while, like the Chernobyl uh, exclusion, exclusion or whatever, however you yeah. say it. Um, and, uh, you know, I never got to do that, but uh, that's one of the places I would love to do. Uh, and um, what else? Hmm. 
I was going to go to Italy, but I uh, decided not to because of COVID. COVID really uh, fucked things up. Yeah, but, um, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, COVID really uh, messed things up. But I was going to go to Italy actually last year and uh, it didn't work out. But uh, hopefully in the next couple of years, things start back opening back up. But uh, definitely like just explore outside the U.S. is probably one of my most biggest bucket list, um, you know, goals essentially mm-hmm. i know you've traveled all over the place you know it's really cool and uh you know just like seeing like anything else but the u.s i think would be an amazing experience and uh you know it you know it definitely uh changes after you know being outside of the u.s so yeah. you know it... definitely yeah and if you could live in one of the places you've explored for an entire week which place would it be oh boy um, <laughs> I would say I would definitely choose the one that's the work, the heat still works and the A's in the electric, you know, um, no, but, um, if it was one place, mm, that's a good one, actually. Um, Hmm. I would say that uh it would definitely be one of the one of my favorite churches i've hit in the past um there there was a lot of churches in uh philly that were uh you know up and going at the time and uh you know philly changed a lot over the past couple years but um you know one of these favorite church one of my uh favorite churches out there uh was a beautiful church you know it had murals all over the place and i would think that would be All right. Sorry. Um, that I, I was, so one of the churches, uh, one of my favorite churches in Philly, I would definitely, uh, <laughs> like contemplate, uh, living in there and cause it was just so beautiful and like, you know, the architecture and the, the, the paintings and the murals everywhere, you know, it really, um, it's really one of my favorite places. And, uh, you know, um, I would definitely, uh, live in one of those cause you know, it's just one of those places that you really connect to. And, uh, you know, I, I really connected to that place and, uh, I don't think it's doable anymore. Um, but, uh, it, uh, definitely, uh, was one of my favorites. It took me so many tries to get into as well. Mm-hmm. And then I finally, like, I think the fourth try I got into, so it was one of those like achievement things as well. But, uh, yeah, I definitely live in that place. Nice. Sure. Nice. Yeah. There's something special about abandoned churches. You know, it's like, I always walk in and I'm like, why did they leave? Like, what? Like, why did you leave your church? Like, that's such a crazy concept to me when that, you know, phenomenon happens. Um, What do you hope for the future of urban exploring? And this could be like regarding social media or how people interact with these buildings. Like, what do you hope for the future of it? What do I hope? I hope that these places still get respected. Um, So far, what I'm seeing from like recently, these places are not being respected. Um you know as social media grows so will uh you know the people that post on them will you know and you know i I respect the grind that people have with uh, youtube and tiktok and stuff like that but at the same time with these places like i mean if you're if you're not like careful about like what you say about them or putting names or not blurring out certain things like these places do get like spotted and you know it's a bum rush and uh I just hope in the community one day like that, you know, the, these places still remain, you know, intact and, um, 
you know, respected because, uh, you know, like, I, I don't know, I don't know about you, but on the East Coast, I mean, it, it's like a, it's like a fucking race here. Like, you know, like I, there's this mansion that was blowing up recently and I went like about a week ago and, you know, I saw like 20 tracks, you know, like going inside this place and I'm like, you know, that's cool. Everyone gets to shoot it and stuff, but like, this just makes it harder in the future for people like, you know, to try to get into. And, um, you know, it's, um, I just hope for that the community uh you know like for usually people do but you know it doesn't get like these places don't get in the wrong hands and people respect them more and uh you know but as far as social media goes it's 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 a good it's a love-hate relationship with me Mm -hmm. um you know i just stick to instagram i don't really have a tiktok or anything like that but uh you know i respect the work that people do out there and uh you know whatever makes them happy you know absolutely the places are more important and uh, I, I uh, respect them a lot. So Yeah, I totally agree with you. And uh, my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Hmm. See, I was thinking about this question last night because I think this is like one of your most interesting questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, I would say, sometimes who to trust because you know trust is a big thing in this community and if you don't have trust with people like people like they won't help you out you know like and trust is um a big thing to come by and uh you know but i wish i i wish i knew the skills i had now like how to spot buildings as well like that's that's one thing um because some places like you really have to like consider a couple factors to see if it's like actually abandoned or not because some of these places like they look abandoned but they're not you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's for a fact and um i would say uh being more careful as well uh safety is always a one thing with me and uh you know it's uh i would say uh that's a big important uh factor but uh yeah otherwise uh yeah that's uh i think those are my two main points there on that Awesome. And if people want to keep following your journey, where can they find you online? Drop your uh, Instagram. Just at moldy lungs, moldy underscore lungs. So. All right, guys, that was my episode with moldy lungs. I hope you enjoyed listening to his crazy stories and, you know, some of his advice that he has for you guys is super helpful and beneficial, especially if you're just getting into the hobby. Uh, Definitely take what he said to heart about, you know, respecting these buildings, respecting these places. I think that that's something that needs to be, more considered, especially by the newcomers. I feel like a lot of them kind of take advantage of the spots and, you know, we, a lot of our spots get burned and quite literally some of our spots actually get burned. I recently posted a video on my uh, Instagram reels and it kind of blew up a little bit. Uh, It was the, uh, you know, the water park that's out in California that everybody knows about. Some kids went there and like burned down one of the buildings. I don't know if they were using smoke bombs or like what they were doing, but one of the buildings got burned down and, uh, I was really upset about it and you know the community was upset about it so I I posted a video about it and you know it just it sucks to see that kind of stuff happen um but yeah if you guys want to follow moldy lungs I put his links down in the description for you go check out his stuff give him a follow and if you enjoyed the show do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback on Apple Podcasts and I'll actually send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place that I've explored as a way of saying thank you for supporting the show helps me out a lot and I hope you guys enjoyed this one If you did, hit that subscribe button. If you want to come on the show and be a guest on No Tracers, 
hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram and we will schedule you to come on the podcast. Uh, sorry, I've been a little slow with uploads recently. I've just been uh, traveling a lot for my freelancing work and, you know, getting ready for tour season here in the United States. And I'm going to be doing a lot of international stuff this year as well. So uh, I'll try to be more consistent with the uploads, but thank you guys for your patience and thank you for continuing to support the show. Until next time, stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.